dun, 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 dun. Here's, Here's the story. story. Hey, nobody mentioned that. Of a Christmas fruit. Talking about TV thong, TV thongs? TV thongs. <laughs> TV thongs. <laughs> TV thongs gone wild. Theme song. <laughs> thong. Today in alphabetical, strawberry fields. Forever? Hey everybody, welcome back to Alpha Beatle. It's the internet's only podcast that reviews every single Beatles track alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm John. I'm Adam Dale. I'm Alex Robinson. And today we are talking about Strawberry Fields Forever. Well, we're only going to talk about it for maybe 20, 30 minutes, but it'll the song is Strawberry like Forever. Yeah. It feels like forever. We're just going to rehash a lot of things we've talked about. I know the thing Dizzy Miss Lizzie. <laughs> think about strawberry, man. <laughs> strawberry fields forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Lennon McCartney uh, credit, but really it's a John song. Mm-hmm. Um, the alternate A side to Penny Lane? Yes. Right. Now, take that into consideration. Okay, so take we have that. a couple of these. Take that back, <laughs> back to where here. you belong. Uh, we have a couple of these now that we've talked about, these kind of reminiscence songs. Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia bits, like Great cereal. Penny Lane mm, and uh, In My Life. And then this, I think, I don't want to jump to um, opinions, hmm. but... Five stars. This is, the, <laughs> this is I, I appreciate it much more here than in those. Those, I feel like it's a little too straightforward, kind of sappy, like... Right. So here's the thing that, you know... Oh, I was a kid. I used to hang out and watch the bus and wasn't that great. But here it's a little more like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talk it's, about it's two, a little more abstract and it's a little more different interpretation. Feeling of being, you know. I, like, used to, I used to sit here and feel the bus. Yeah. Rumbling. Field of bus. Field of bus. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> Kevin Costner. If you, if you build it, it'll park, park here. Das bus. There you go. <laughs> das bus. But yeah, I. I um, this I like this type of nostalgia track where it kind of gives you the feeling of it more so where than dreamy, the actual just kind of like yeah, dreamy yeah. kind of like hearkening back to what and, uh, it was like, not so much being telling you hints at a death of a band member. Well, that too. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, for a childhood. Right. Wait, one of the guys died. No. Oh, okay. Who? What? The one who? of us. One of us one is of actually us. dead. <laughs> dun dun dun. Uh, no, yeah, especially, uh, you know, I got to say, I was listening to it in prep for this, and uh, I feel like if I had, if you would ask me to rate this last week, uh, I'm jumping ahead to ratings. I won't do that yet. Let's talk about more about the structure and stuff of the song. Okay. Um, it was it was a very production-heavy song. John sure. Lennon couldn't decide kind of what he wanted to do with it, and I guess there's a story where George Martin, he... John Lennon recorded one that was kind of more mellow and then one that was very, had a lot more instrumentation and, and you know, slathered on the, and he couldn't decide which one, so they they uh, kind of mashed them up. I like yeah. it. I like yeah. that it kind of changes the tempo here and there. I think it's exactly yeah. a minute in is when the shift happens. You can hear it go so from... I, I read, yeah, apparently it's a rough enough cut that you can hear the change, and I said once you hear it, you can't, you can't un- unhear yeah. it, and so I haven't sought it out. Right. Yeah. Same here. I just know it was, yeah, it's one of these things that has that famous story of having two different versions and two different keys. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Emmerich was like, well, you know, how are we going to do that? And he's just like, I don't know, you deal with it. You're <laughs> the wizard. I'm, I'm You're the, the wizard. <laughs> <Harry>. Do it. 
um, okay, and Hagrid. So, some, some wizard ma- magistry, now magicry, mimicry. Is it? It's a mellotron. Is that the? Is that a mellotron? You ever yeah. see the movie Tron? <laughs> yes. When they get high. No, it's mellotron. I don't remember that far. Uh, so yeah, no, this trucks. is a mellotron. We um, what song did we do before that had a mellotron? Flying, flying, I think has a mellotron yeah. in it. Flying. So yeah, uh, Blue Jay Way. Have Blue one? Jay Way. Maybe Blue Jay. Or Fool on the Hill. Maybe Fool on the Hill is a real oh, flute. Fool on the Hill. Yeah. Uh, but we've been over this. It's a yeah. keyboard. It's a syn- not a synth, but a keyboard that plays tape of, tape of loops, something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, in this case, flutes. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, precursor to before digital. You can do everything. Paul McCartney did a live special from Abbey Road one time, and he played. He demonstrated the wow. the, the 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 Mellotron and, nice. and played it. You know, mm. kind of. Uh, and it was weird hearing him play Strawberry Fields on the thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember yeah. that. He was like, "These are yeah. very yeah. expensive, and there's not a lot of them." And then he burned it after the <laughs> right. performance. He's like, "Just remember who I am." I got a lot of money. <laughs> well, actually, the uh, I think it was this one. The, the Mellotron actually used on this recording uh, was purchased by a uh, a collector of sorts uh, which would be Trent Reznor. Really? Yeah, he oh, bought, I remember he bought the, yeah. the Mellotron used in Strawberry Field uh, for every recording. I guess it was the Abbey Road Mellotron. Hmm. Has he used it for anything? I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. Probably just sits in a, you know, he's like a collector. Yeah. Probably just sits in yeah. a cabinet somewhere. I'm going to go to a party and then put my beer on it by accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, no, no, no. This is for display only. <laughs> Probably has Let's, to find a little velvet rope. Yeah. 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 Well, there's a picture of it on the internet. Not not that one, but maybe it is that one. Uh, one I don't know. Is Trent Reznor standing next to it? Oh, yeah. Trent like Reznor's in a bathrobe? Like, hey, man, I just woke up. Thanks for coming by. He's wearing welding goggles God, in a bathrobe. He's not even wearing a bathrobe. Uh, yeah, no. And there's a sign on it that says, please do not touch. So that might mm. be Trent oh, Reznor. Oh. Anyway, that was a great story. Uh, a thing I learned relatively recently, there's a kind of a beeping sound in, in the track. It's like a dee 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 It when... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. What? I think I heard. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to think of when it comes in. I no, can't think of it off the top. It's right of my... at the beginning, right? Or is it? Uh, no. No, it's not right at the beginning. It's during the part where there's a lot of instruments and stuff going okay. on. Yeah, because. So Let me take you down. I'm going to. Maybe it's. Oh, the oh, you mean that the rhythm's like. Like that thing? Yeah. Okay. That is actually Morse code spelling J O H N. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay. I, so, uh, interesting. You heard something different, Pete? I heard it was J and L. Oh, J-A-L, really? J-A-L, just okay. his initials. Right. But I, it could be, yeah. yeah. I def- I, Either I, one. I didn't verify that that was in there and that was Morse code. We have to... So, that's uh, just too much. Morse code A lot of stuff in there, huh? I'm going to go yeah. join the army, guys. I'll be back in <laughs> two to never years. I don't use Morse code anymore. It's, it's discontinued. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. They said that in uh, mm-hmm. Hunt for Red October. So as so as time goes on, this, less and less people will be able to tell us whether it's saying J O H N or J L. But uh, then it'll be one of those, um, you know, yeah. like Star Trek or something. We're like, oh, it's an ancient code. I believe they called it Morse code. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, it's so hard to talk about this without without like without involving your emotions. Yeah, being being. Uh, <laughs> I will say this, that uh, I love the. Go ahead. Are you having a well, Vulcan yeah, moment? The production of it, it's uh, it's important, I think. This is not a kitchen radio song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very much a, like a hi-fi or headphones song. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the, this coming out of, you know, tinny little speakers just really does it a disservice. Wow. And if you're totally kind of, you know, engulfed by this this sound, this wall of, of you know, production that just washes over you when the when the kind of chorus kicks in. 
Yeah. I had it playing on a Bluetooth speaker today while I was getting ready, and I was like, man, this sounds really good, like mm-hmm. on good sound systems, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I totally blanked what I was going to say. <laughs> I'll also throw oh, yeah. in... Okay. Well, I was going to say... Uh, I agree. I for some, this was recorded before Sgt. Pepper. You know, mm-hmm. it was originally going to be part of that album they were working on, but then they had to release it early for production. You know, to to maintain a schedule of singles. But I the product the production sounds so much like warmer and lusher to me than Sgt. Pepper. Like mm-hmm. I, I know I've said, re- feel like I've said it recently that Sgt. Pepper has a kind of more brittleness to it. You know, yeah, they're different. I mean, yeah. obviously, in this a lot of feels in a lot more of ways, autumnal to me. And yeah, Sgt. Pepper feels more like. Well, this always, I love this song, but it does sound rough. It does, doesn't sound polished in, in, a, in a mix kind of way. Uh-huh. It's a little bit like Muddy. Hmm. Um, this? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Uh, but compared to Sgt. Pepper, because they you know, came out at the same time, but I think this was before they went to this like crazy this is when they were Sgt. Pepper like, into... process of like yeah. making everything perfect. Um, right. I think like the idea was here. Like it, it, this is the song. This is a big song idea wise. Um, but like also Penny Lane kind of sounds a little muddy to me as well. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it's just like right. See, I think the production of both of those is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, maybe not from a technical. Maybe point from of the view. mix or something. Like I yeah. don't know if I can. I can't really articulate it, but something you know, definitely. Maybe that's because I can't help comparing it with Sgt. Pepper, and that's like yeah, that's like Sgt. Pepper to me is like HD perfection and these are like but i think you know, maybe close. it's a little too this is what alex is saying yeah. it's a little too it's like when you have that thing turned on that's, that makes your your regular television shows into high frame rate mm-hmm. mm. and so everything looks like a soap opera yeah, yeah. i hate that so yeah. much i think that's how alex feels about yeah. Sgt. pepper's production it's high frame rate yeah high frame rate Come oh on, okay sorry frame rate. i was tending to forget that this is on magical mystery tour but then i feel like i forget a lot of songs are on magical mystery tour yeah. I well, think the, was, the Beatles probably forgot yeah. a lot of these were yeah. on the mystery story. <laughs> like it's like a weird like oh oh okay cool all right mm-hmm. you got it. Well, Magical Mystery Tour the the second half is almost like their first past masters where they're kind of right. like oh here's a bunch of singles that weren't collected and we'll just mm. throw it on here so um so um yeah and I guess we didn't discuss that Strawberry Field was a orphanage or children's home near where John Lennon grew up and they would sometimes go and play there when they were. You know, and that's how it ties back into right. his own. Yeah, apparently he, once he moved away from Penny Lane, right? Both, <laughs> both actually, literally, and stylistically, he moved away from Penny Lane into uh, slightly more upscale surroundings of, uh, well, Nickel Lane houses. They, he was saying, Schilling, like, Schilling like Lane. in the British class system, <laughs> he moved like out with his relatives in the suburbs, so he was like a half a class above the rest of the guys now because they were living in like. You know, government shambles. housing, basically, in the yeah. shambles. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. So they were still kind of, you know, this, like, base working class thing. And he moved, like, one step up. It's almost like, you know. Fresh fruit. Yes. <laughs> a field of um, But, yeah, then he would go, like, as kind of a, a, a rebellion in that sense. He would go hang out. In Make the fun of the of, orphan kids? Well, no, in because he felt kinship with them. Because mm. he was out living with his, I think, an uncle or some... Some family members, yeah, would have been his aunt and uncle, um, who you know, and so have he didn't have he you know his own family, mm-hmm. and so he kind of felt like he should go hang out there, and even though I don't know if he actually knew any of the kids or anything, but he would just go kind of hang out in this field. Hmm. What is John Lennon's brother up to? I don't know what made me just think of that because didn't his dad like ended up remarrying, and having a kid? Hmm. I think his dad I had another. I know son. Paul McCartney's brother is, is around. 
uh, John Lennon had some half siblings. Yeah, yeah. I think, and they, he was like, I don't want nothing to do with them. But I'm curious <laughs> as to like what that guy's up to. If you're out there, give us a call. Regular, I think they're just regular people with jobs and stuff huh. like that. Hmm. I don't. I've never heard anything about them being like famous in any other. His his half sister wrote a book about growing up. Growing up, up with a brother I never knew. Yeah, because I guess he used to spend summers there and stuff, so ah. they were like closer than uh, hmm. you know, Sue Baird. Is that her name? Anyway. Sue Baird. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, um, there's two. All right, so the original title, the working title for this, uh, it's not too bad, which is kind of a trap. You can't really name a, like, you're begging critics to. to, to <laughs> yes, it is, John. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so why is this? It's not there? too good either. <laughs> Do um, go into the lyrics at all? The lyrics are very, they're very uh, convoluted and especially with your eyes closed. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, living is easy that way, though. Oh, I get it. Uh, my one note on lyrics was, uh, "No one I think is in my tree." Yeah, which is uh, originally he was talking. It was nobody was on my wavelength or something like that. Ah, and then he was like, "No, it's a tree." I always thought there might be like a hidden message or something, like because the words are so odd that if you, like maybe if you played them backwards, it would be some other thing. But I've yeah, I always thought it was like no one is in matri, which is like is that some word that I didn't understand? And then eventually I was like, oh no, no one is in my tree. Okay, right. I understand those words. I just don't understand <laughs> what he's saying. <laughs> Drugs. But from from his point of view, apparently he was saying it's like a, you know, he's looking at we're looking around at other people being, you know. Nobody's nobody's on his same wavelength except he's referring to it as a tree here. And so he's like, does uh, that mean I'm crazy or does that mean that I'm a genius? And right. And he was like, okay, well, I'm just up a tree. Like, hmm. I also like the part. I the, think. Was that? I think. Uh, no. I think. Uh, I think right. I know, but I mean, I think I uh, yes, but I mean, oh no, I don't remember the. the <laughs> yeah, it's the, that very kind of like ah uh, yes, like uncertain, a, yeah. stumbling kind yeah. of. That is, I think I disagree. That whole thing. Speaking of hidden messages, I don't, have I ever mentioned the fact that Paul McCartney is alleged to have died in a car accident no. in 1966? What? Uh, this is a big clue where in the end of the song, John Lennon is saying, uh, I buried Paul. Mm. Um, and he, bur- he buried him. Whoa. And uh, they claim that he's saying cranberry sauce. And if you listen uh. to the anthology version, he's definitely, you can hear him spouting a bunch of different random gibberish words. Including cranberry sauce. It, it, he's referring to the Apple Corps business. I buried Paul in paperwork. Oh, because they had a lot of tax <laughs> ah, problems. Yeah. Um, cranberry sauce. Yeah, there you or go. Or cranberry sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He buried but, Paul. Like he hit him with a strawberry in the face. Oh. He's like, strawberry feels uh, forever. <laughs> hey, bury this guy. He stinks. Like the cereal mascot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frankenburied Paul. Frankenburied Paul. Mm. Uh, this uh, The single being uh, kind of a. A double A side of sorts. It shot itself in the foot. What? Did you read this? Because when people would buy it, stores would either register it as a sale for uh, Penny Lane or Strawberry Fields Forever. And Uh, so they ended up in different positions on the charts. So it was the first first single Beatles single in a while not to go to number one, basically. Didn't Engelbert Humperdinck's uh, Please Release Me? I think that's the song that kept them out Something, of, yeah, out of the number one. Because they're saying, oh, even though it was Swing in London, Engelbert Humperdinck kept right. them out of the... Uh, it's a good song, though. It's a good song. Right. It's funny because... it's not like you know, swinging. Like the stores are probably confused and they're like, let's look at the lyrics to make sense of this. But <laughs> it's like, I mean, a yes, I know what it all worked out. Uh, what, oh. is this guy saying he's in a tree? What the hell is this? <laughs> 
This needs to go in the nature section. <laughs> that was a real big fad in the 60s. People going up trees. trees. People going up trees. Up a tree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Make like a tree and get out of here. Uh, that's Long <laughs> show. <laughs> the, um, um, here's an update. I've just been handed an update. Buckwheat's been shot. Apparently, Strawberry Fields, not forever, because the orphanage closed down in 2005. What? That's what I read. the orphans all have to go out in the street? There were only two left at that point. Really? They were old men? Like, we did it. We closed down the joint. I don't think John's coming back. I know you said he was in a tree. Send him a message. It's Morse code. Uh, yeah, apparently, like, in the, because in the, or after John was killed, then Yoko gave some money to the orphanage, they built a whole new wing, and they were still kind of going strong, but then gradually, as uh, society, we turned more towards kind of, you know, group homes and kind of placing people, uh, Mm. you know, orphans Mm. would be placed with foster families and stuff, rather than just kind of like, well, there's the orphanage, you know, everybody hang out, and we'll see what happens. PC destroyed a legacy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So... It's a long strawberry field, but we do have the uh, the spot on the side of uh, Central Park, oh, yeah. yeah, where people lay flowers and all that stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did the song this surely this surely have. this song made the one hundred greatest song? Surely, of course it did. All right, so let's get some. I owe Adam two dollars now. Oh, change of a five. You possibly? Gonna... I'll send it PayPal. <laughs> they found me three dollars. <laughs> two dollars, fifty cents. You want your two dollars? Oh, Pete is leaving the building. Pete's gone, everybody. Now I'm running the show. Oh, Alex, I've always thought you were a cooler host. Than we are Pete. turning this into weird alphabetical. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be alphabetical, though. Weird alphabetical. Weird alphabetical. Okay. All right, that's good. I'm going to say... He's going to pay us royalties, right? Oh, okay, that works. He's going to pay us in jingles. (laughs) I'm going to say... He's going to pay us in shambles. This is number... Number nine? Yeah. Number nine? nine. All right. Alex says nine. Nine? I'll say 27. 27? 27? 22 plus seven is nine. I'm going to go number seven. Number seven. Seven. Uh, you're all a little low. It's number three. Oh, wow. Once really? again, kept out of the number one. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think I know how this list is made up, but then I don't. <laughs> John really hated that muddy production. You Sometimes you think that it would possibly <laughs> rank. I would wrong. write this number three in my list, but I just, I don't know. This rolling stone throws me off. I never know. They're just not in your tree, what they're man. doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, they, they must be high or low, but. Uh, well. I think the last few I've been within like five. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, that's Number frustrating. Three. We'll have it figured out eventually by the end. Well, hopefully not, because then I get the money. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so Rolling Stone, number three. John, you said you might put it number three on your list? What yeah. Do you, what do you think about it? Uh, five. Yeah. Sure. Five uh, strawberries? Yeah, I guess so. Five orphans. Five, five orphans. Five lonely orphans. Five lonely or- orphans. Five um, old men being kicked out of the Five orphanage. of us lonely orphans <laughs> getting beatings. Um. So, <laughs> what? what? That's how that they were back in the day. Oh. No, but they're old men now. During Dickensian times, in two thousand five. You remember when we got beatings and John didn't laugh at us? Remember that time we stepped into a slim gym? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'm doing an all. <laughs> 
and Cockney all, Macho Man is a thing that Macho that, Man um, I'm amazed. Oliver Twist production. Cockney yeah. Macho Man. Have some more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you gave it five. I did give it five. Like, what's to say? You can say so many things about this song, technically, sonically, and I'm sorry I said it's muddy, but com- compared right. to the time of what other com- comparatively muddy, that's what you want. Totally is, because um, <laughs> it is like a very and from its very essence of being sort of cut together from two different things. It's it's pastiche, but um, it's it's great. You know, mm. like 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 Adam said before that those sweeping. Cello sound. It's only sweeping. Sorry, you didn't say that. I don't. I don't think Adam's ever said sweeping cello. <laughs> uh, Maybe I said that a couple of episodes ago about a different. Oh, song. you said dusting cello. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was exactly uh, dusting cello. Dusting cello. <laughs> Did he play on this? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Clive Revel. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, sure. Show. Sure. Um, no, it's great. It's like a really like you know. You hear this and you're like, wow, these guys got something. You, you know, know, John, I think you're 100% right. What? I also gave this song five crying orphans. Yes. Wow. I, as, as probably I gave away, I love the production on it. I love Ringo's drumming on it, particularly in yeah. that closing. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> you know, that kind of like marching band kind of like mm-hmm. fade out there. Although, and we didn't talk about like the false ending. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that whole crazy ending. Like, like. Before then, had anything been done like that resembled that in any way? Like, I'm I, sure yes, but like, but not in this. <laughs> Beatles way. invented it. Yeah. Beatles invented well, it. Well, I feel like every time that happens in a Beatles song, I read in in one of the one of my sources, I read like, yeah, this is the first time any pop song did that. And it's always like every time they do it, yeah. you know, like I'm like, yeah, it's the first time they ever did that. They did like, it in Helter Skelter, right? Hello, goodbye, <laughs> and this one. Are those the three? What are these Could the be. three false fade <laughs> outs? False fade outs? Um, three uh, yeah, false fade outs. I don't, I don't, I don't remember offhand. But yeah, so but, well, actually, P, I'll be interested because I know you're notoriously anti fade out, right? But a fake so, fade out, I fake enjoy. fade out. Oh, fade wow. out. You think you'd hate and, that one twice as much? No, no, two no. Fade outs. <laughs> I and especially when it's just kind of you know things start to break down instrumentally and then it yeah. fades out. That I like a lot more than like, hey, we're still singing, but the music's you know, everything's kind yeah. of quieter. We know. Yeah, but I love the song. Uh, to prove how much I love it, I looked in my iTunes. I have no less than 17 different versions of the Beatles Holy playing of wow. Fields. That's different, different, like, you know, this is just the orchestral part. This is just this part. This wow. Is this, you know, like different mashups. And, we and, finally know. figured out what you like. Yeah. I, this is one of my... This is like the one. We figured and, you out before we figured out Rolling Stones. This and Penny Lane alternate between as my favorite Beatles song, I think. Interesting. Mm. So uh, depending wow. on my mood. Now, mm. I did. did you get that? From yes. me, some of it, some of them, <laughs> some from, of it from me, because yeah. Damon. Remember in college, Damon mm. bought an entire CD of just different takes of Strawberry Field. Yeah. It was called "Nothing Is Real," and it. Oh was, yeah, I think I remember that. Um, and it had like every single pass. It was like home demo experiment. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. like take one with organ. Take, you know, it was just building all the way up. Yeah, and just just orchestral, just the strings. You know, isolated. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of those did come from that particular. Right. Huh. So I got really sick of this song in college. But I can't imagine listening to that whole album just sitting down and listening to it. Oh, multiple times. Really? We would just, wow. we would just put it on and be like, make ourselves sick. <laughs> Throw up strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> that we off. used to eat rotten strawberries and listen to all the outtakes <laughs> and throw up. Is that Pete saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Pete old. <laughs> Pete when, we drop, when we drop that's him off at the orphanage, we're done and, with him. That's my one man show. Born and raised in Long Island. Cockney Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> Snapped into a Slim Jim. <laughs> uh, so I got 
way sick of this song. It got yeah. way overplayed. Then <laughs> this week, listening to it in prep for this show, it it really struck me, like lyrically, sentimentally, like the the motion, the emotion of it, like that, just kind of, I I got it more so than I ever had before. And uh, and it it, I don't know if it's because I'm getting old or maybe <laughs> I'm getting more patient and listening to things, but I was totally like, oh my god, this song. And it, if you had asked me. Had to rate this song, you know, last week, it probably would have ended up being a different number. But, uh, but a so higher he, number here and now, today it's a five. I was hoping to be like, here and now, it's a four. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love John singing out the way it's kind of, it's kind of mixed, like it's, it's almost like slowed down a little bit, where his voice sounds oddly deeper. Well, yeah, that, that's what they had to, yeah, to, yeah, to part get of the, the, part yeah. of the, uh, also the love version is very good because the love is almost like that album that your friend gave us where it starts off with him just doing it acoustically in like a demo and then mm-hmm. they transition it into eventually it gets like bigger with each time as it mm-hmm. goes on. So if you're, you might like that production a little more, John, cause it's more polished and modern. Oh, okay. Love. okay. I yeah. feel like I need Love. to give that CD another spin. I just can't. If you like mashups, oh, I thought you meant you the, the one with yeah, like 18 just, different versions of it. Yeah. Not, not the love. You're talking about love. Yeah. It's just, love. I've told that story many times that they just played it at the store all the time. Oh, yeah, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with yeah. it anymore. What about so you guys? The suspense. We got five, five, five. Adam? Adam, I'm just making faces. <laughs> You're making this is the least suspenseful suspense. <laughs> of course, I'm giving it a five. Yes. Come on, guys. This song's right. amazing. This song's magic. Congratulations. Mystery. John Lennon of Walton, England. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Strawberry Fields. Straight from Strawberry Fields Orphan House. Yeah. Accepting yeah. on behalf of Mr. Lennon is <laughs> Cockney Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, mate! What, what? what was that? <laughs> I don't know. That wasn't me. I, so, that was Australian Macho. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know what that I was, was doing from the beginning, and I was like, oh, I'm done. Well, Cockney Macho Man can't be here tonight. Now we present <laughs> New Zealand uh, Popeye, <laughs> upper class twit Macho. <laughs> man. Yeah, I say, <laughs> upper class twit Macho Man. Uh, we really got to do that Money Python wrestling mashup we've been talking about yeah. all these mm-hmm. years. Own so they, go <laughs> they go together so well. Uh, well, <laughs> no, that's a bad transition. But uh, <laughs> uh, before, as we get to covers slash other versions, we had a uh, listener suggestion. <laughs> Buckwheat's been shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, listener John Ingle sent us a message to suggest Candy Flip did a version of it. He was like, "You when you get there, you have to you have to talk about this version." Candy, Candy Flip. flip. Candy, Candy Flip. Candy Flip. In the states, it's known as Pez Dispenser. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did oh, you get to Candy take, Flip? Did you get oh, my Candy Flip fell out. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, what flavor is your Candy Flip? It's strawberry. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a weird um, kind of you know early nineties kind of housey that that uh, Manchester kind of twenty four hour party people feel. Yes, um, I don't know what any of that means. That's all right. <laughs> I don't think we do either, but that's why. But that's what we're saying. When you hear right. it, you're like, oh yeah, that kind, that kind of a right, yeah. that kind of like uh, sounds almost like that thing. Trancy, almost like the Happy Mondays or something. Where it's got a little bit of like kind of like a. But thanks, John. Yeah. for suggesting. You're welcome. That. Yeah, and tell me if I'm way off base with that Manchester thing. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, Candy Flip did a cover of it, and I think it was the early nineties. It was like ninety one or something like that. Yeah, Candy Flip, Candy Flip, Candy Flip. Oh my gosh! And I just realized that now 1991 <laughs> is more that. in the past than up, 1967 please. was from what from 1991? 1991. Oh, geez. oh, that means nothing. That's, to me. That's that too much crazy math. 
The Ventures. Crazy math. <laughs> Wait, the Ventures did this? The Ventures. Oh, oh I got to surfy type guys, twangy of, guitars. Uh, love those we dudes. were talking about Hawaii Five-0 the other yeah. day. The Ventures, yes. Uh, like I said recently, I've been getting into a lot of garage, 60s garage band type stuff and mm-hmm. uh, The Ventures. Garage. 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 The car hole. Music. Ah. <laughs> so there you go. That's my pick of the total opposite direction. They, you know, obviously yeah. they didn't go for the whole trippy. This is a song I think is hard to do because if you make a trippy, you compare it a lot to the original. So the Ventures kind of by doing it like a twangy instrumental, they kind of avoid that comparison. Yeah, I I also went instrumental. I same same thing. It sounded too like anybody who does it. Not anybody, but a lot of people that do it with lyrics. It sounds too. Too much like they're just copying something and they're not. You know, yeah, that emotion isn't there. So I went with an instrumental. I went with the New World Electronic Chamber Ensemble. I like it. It's uh, from the early 70s, I believe. It's uh, it's from the Switched On Beatles album, and it's way moogie. <laughs> was it Wendy Carlos? No. It was way like moogie? A, yeah, it was a copy of Wendy Carlos. You know, Switched On Bach was kind of Oh, Walter Carlos. Was, was she Walter then? For switched on Bach, yeah, probably. No, but switched on. Um, what did you say again? Uh, but switched on Beatles by the New World Beatles. Electronic <laughs> Chamber Ensemble. Same the NW same idea. <laughs> the NWECE. <laughs> the New World Electronic Chamber Ensemble. Exactly. But yeah, it's a, it's way and it's uh, it's totally instrumental and fun without being too you know not direct. Yeah, it's not a not a uh, a pale. Copy. Not like a direct-to-video. Exactly. What do you guys got? Um, there's so many people that have covered this. So many. So many. <laughs> Who could check? Who can? But uh, I actually haven't heard this, but I, I want to go listen to it. I, have we talked about that movie, All This in World War II, on this podcast? <laughs> yes. It's come up a couple of times. I'm sure it has. Um, but apparently Peter Gabriel, who I'm a big fan of, did this. So? <laughs> so I'll, I'll listen to it and I'll tell you about it on another episode that's not this one. Yeah. Mm. How's that for a cover? Yeah, I don't have one, um, but I really want to listen to Adventures one. You don't want to listen to Peter Gabriel? <laughs> no. I bet Peter what Gabriel. What if I stood on your lawn and held a boombox and played the Peter Gabriel version for you? Uh, it's uh, it's great. And uh, Peter Gabriel, uh, Sledgehammer, stop motion. Uh, Strawberry Fields video, stop motion. Oh, there you go. Our, uh, brings it home. The Beatles Our, invented stop motion. Mm-hmm. The, George Harrison, was, uh, George Ray Harryhausen, uh, <laughs> was the first stop motion. Like, uh, Holly Harryhausen, first Sinbad goes in the cave and then he gets his head chopped off. If you ever... Um, Cyclops. If, if you ever... If, 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 this is chocolates. If you ever hang out with our buddy Tony Thaxon at a karaoke bar, he will do Sledgehammer. That's like, that's like his go-to Now style. I know where not to go. <laughs> it's actually pretty entertaining. I would imagine. All right, I will go then. Um, Has yeah. he done a cover of Sledgehammer for his uh, his Patreon covers project? Ooh. I don't know. We got to go check that out. Interesting. I hate uh, that guy, by the way. Hmm, sure. We all do. Yep. Um, so is that it for uh, Strawberry Fields? We liked it. It's Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Yeah. Do you think uh, Netflix is going to do a Moon Knight series? <laughs> what? Moon Knight. <laughs> that's good. That's good. It's funny because I was just reading about Moon Knight earlier today. I was like, "Wait, were we talking about this?" But no. Maybe not Moon Knight, but maybe the Sun King. Oh, you think they'll do a Sun King series? Yeah, here okay. he comes. That's the Whoa. cover. Here comes the Sun King, and he's just coming right in. And walking he's on. coming right at us. And it's like Daredevil. Here comes Daredevil. Yeah, there you go. Uh yeah, the Sun King is the uh the song that we'll be talking about on Friday, closing out the S's. 
closing wow. out. The closing ends. out. Oh wait, sorry. One interruption. Uh, this is for you, Alex. Ecstasy covered this. Don't you love those guys? XTC, yes. XTC. I've, covered it. I've never heard their cover. They well, did? go out and hear it. Some fan you are, buddy. I don't think they did it on a record. But they didn't. I don't know. It says here they did it on. It's the last track on every record they've done. How do you yeah. not know that? <laughs> they throw it on there, especially as a bonus. on the one for the true fans. Whatever that one that's your favorite. Fans. It's all that. I'm very curious to hear it, of course, because I do love XTC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, I almost feel like it would fall into that trap because XTC loves doing. Well, right. a, a lot of XTC songs sound like they're trying to be Magical Mystery Tour, so I feel oh, like oh, okay. them doing this it would be too faithful to the original. So hmm. I'm very curious to hear it, of course, but. Uh, I'd probably agree. That's right. why I haven't. I've never gotten that into XTC because of that sound. Right. I'm going to make you a mixtape. Oh, really? Oh. I don't have a cassette player. Because I hope someday we'll date. Yeah, oh. I was going to say, I thought you guys were just friends. I don't have a cassette player, so can you stand out on my lawn and hold up your boombox? Right. You live well, on the, like first the 85th track on the floor, tape. so yeah. it's going to be a loud boombox. Play it really loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Rent a uh, window washing unit. Really unit's. strong, like tall crane. <laughs> or a helicopter. Helicopter. Oh, man. I mean, a, very, a, a very, very long selfie stick. Tie a bunch of, uh, put a, hook up a bunch of garbage garbage bags with uh, hot air hair dryers okay. and t- tape them to a lawn chair. All right, that's easy. fly up there and play the song. Oh, that's go up like in your that tree movie. And yeah, go up in your tree. Yeah. Yeah, it must be high or low. Anyway, Friday, Sun King, uh, alphabetical. Here it comes. Go give us a review on iTunes, uh, rate, review, subscribe, etc. Go buy a t-shirt at alphabetical.com slash merch. And uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, etc. And we'll see you Friday. Alphabetical. Adios.